Welcome to Ripstop on the Record, a podcast where fabric enthusiasts and DIY gurus discuss all things make your own gear, with the occasional poor attempt at comedy to keep it interesting. I'm Kyle Baker, the owner and founder of Ripstop by the Roll, and we're excited to have you listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ripstop on the Record. Also, our first episode of the new year. So, happy new year. I'm Jameson. I'm Isaac. And I'm Avery. Carter here. Today, we will be talking about our 2023 MYOG goals. So you're going to hear about what we're planning on making, what sort of projects we're taking on, and maybe adventures we'll be hitting out to soon. And if you listened to our last episode with Amy from Motocot, then you heard her mention her to-make list. Today, we're talking about our to-make list, and we're going to share them with you. And hopefully, us sharing our projects, whether or not you approve of them, will inspire you to make your own projects. And... Uh... Maybe 2023 will be an even better year than you thought it would be. Tell us what you plan to make in the comments. And we will be reading those comments. And if you, you know, post that you're going to make something really cool and we all like it, then, uh, yeah, nothing will happen. But we'll, you know, we'll like it for sure. (laughs) And congratulate you. Yeah. To the episode. So to get into the good stuff, today we will each be sharing our main projects based on the topics that we've uh, predetermined. None of us have heard the projects that one another would like to make yet. So these are going to be natural responses, hearing about what we're looking forward to making. Now, as for those topics, we will be going over apparel because each one of us has talked a lot in future or past podcasts already about apparel projects that we'd like to work on. So we'll be working on apparel, then certain equipment pieces based on adventures or specific uh, goals that we have, and then some uh, another section or other for travel pieces or everyday carry pieces uh, that aren't for a specific cause or apparel that we just want to put together. So to get into the good stuff, any questions or any notes to start? Negative, Ghost Rider. Let's do it. Excellent. So for section one, apparel. We've already released Polar Tech, the Alpha Direct, the Grid Stop, as or the Power Grid, as well as some other things. So let's hop right into it. Isaac, you're you've, you're currently making some apparel pieces. What do you have planned for this year? Uh, so I'm currently working on Tim from Learn MIOG's uh, Alpha Raglan hoodie. Um, started that this morning. I already sewed two pieces together that weren't supposed to be sewed together. Uh, so it's going great so far. Um, but that was definitely my fault, not Tim's fault. His patterns are great. Uh, um, yeah, other than that, I haven't really thought about uh, apparel from things that, uh, well, I don't want to give too much away, but fabrics that we may be releasing this year, uh, I've thought more about what I want to make with that. Without disclosing the fabric names, can you tell us what you want to make? I really like to make some uh, pantaloons that are shorter. Um, like capris? Uh, shorter than that. And you could possibly like go swimming in them. Um, swim, swim shorts, I think they're called. Swimming pantaloon okay. cutoffs. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. They're also good for outdoor wear. I see. Well... I, too, would prefer to make some pantaloons, if I may jump in. Yeah. Uh, Out of maybe something uh, secret that Isaac was referring to. Uh, I'm not sure if the secret is the length or the fabric at this point, if I'm honest. (laughs) I think it's just decoding someone who's speaking in pirate talk. But uh, 
Uh, no, I really want to make some. Uh, so my favorite thing to hike in uh, is shorts. But uh, one thing I realized is that I don't, especially in the colder weather, like I don't really have any hiking pants that don't look really like not cool. And I also find that a lot of hiking pants are like not tapered. And I really prefer to be, you know, uh, aerodynamic. So I can really, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm really moving quickly all the time. Uh, so I want to make some like tech hiking joggers. So the inspiration for that is uh, Patagonia has a hiking jogger called like the Terrabon or something like that. And I have a few pairs of those. The problem is they're not quite stretchy enough and they're also not quite tech enough. Like they don't have, they're not that durable and they also don't have any like uh, extra abrasion resistance or tear resistance or anything like that. Um, or DWR, which I think is important. So yeah, that's something that I definitely want to make and will be making this year. Once perhaps we have a material that might fit the bill for said pantaloons, wink, wink, tapered <laughs> pantaloons. Um, Avery, what about you? What's on your mind for apparel in 2023? Oh man. So I actually had this idea the other week and you know, when you like have an idea and you're like, no one has ever thought of this. And then you go to Google it and you're like, wow, I'm so yeah. dumb. But <laughs> everyone knows your like classic zip off hiking pant. But I was like, why don't we have a zip off sleeve jacket? So I was like, why don't you have a puffy, but then make this Z, the, the Zeeves, the <laughs> sleeve zip off. And then you have a vest, you know, just for like sure. your day to night transition. Um, and I was like, I'm a genius. I'm going to be on Shark Tank and get $10 million. And then I Googled it and was like, wow, why am I living under a rock? And I've never heard of this. So I think working with down is super scary and working with zippers is super scary. So as much as I would love to do that, I think it's a little uh, a little zealous. <laughs> you can do but it. I would, <laughs> I I would like you. to make um, maybe some leggings. I need to like get better with my overlocking skills but i just i go through some leggings that's all i wear so it'd be nice to make my own i actually had someone make me a custom down vest with removable sleeves before like four or five years ago and uh it was amazing honestly i like the only problem was that it was made out of dcf are you serious yeah i mean i knew i i I did that on purpose even back then. But the problem was that at that time, DCF only came in this like Jolly Rancher green, which doesn't yeah. even exist now. It might've been eight years ago, actually a long time ago. So you, I literally just looked like, I don't know, some sort of creature that comes out of the woods. Like a really sick avatar. It kind of <laughs> looks like, you know, like how people used to get like tarred and feathered for like torture. Yep. But it was like someone... Like, I got licked by a dog, and then I fell in a vat of, like, <laughs> lollipops, and they all just got stuck to me. But functionally, it's really cool. So another one of my favorite pieces of gear, which maybe I'll add this to the list, is I really like to wear, uh, like, a down T-shirt in two to three season instead of a full jacket. Uh, because especially now with, like, Alpha Direct and other things, you have all these different layering pieces that could keep your arms warm, and normally your arms don't get that cold. So... I've had one of those before too, but I sold it because I 
I don't know why I did that. You actually, still, you still have like an unfinished down T-shirt project in your closet. Yeah. Well, that was the first time I think I saw yours. I, was I like, made. What the heck I, is this? I have one from Sierra Designs, which they discontinued. And then I made one halfway, and then I was like, why am I making this whenever I could just have a custom one made for me? It's fair. Yeah. yeah. So then I did that. Avery, what do you think? How do you think you'd approach the zipper on the, the sleeve arm region? Like, how do you think that could even go? Okay. Well, I think this is going to lead into our next podcast episode <laughs> that will be all about zippers. But, and obviously, I, I didn't go to school for apparel design, but I was thinking like, one side of the coil zipper would be on the shoulder side and then the other side of the coil zipper would be like, you know, you would have one edge on the shoulder and one edge on the removable part, just like zip off pants, how you have like, you know, a zipper on both sides, but then when you put them together, it zips fully. I'm probably butchering the logistics of that, the technicality, but in my mind, it makes sense. (laughs) I mean, I think that is how you would do it. You would just have to consider the zipper placement in relation to your armpit. You definitely don't want to get true. Uh, you don't want to get any armpit hairs <laughs> stuck in the old <laughs> zipperino. Especially my armpit hairs. They're long. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how long they are. I'm just saying you gotta be careful. I still think you should make that though, Avery. There's a cool. I feel like there's a practicality to having some like zipper venting there because a lot of jackets have like a pit uh pit yeah. vent regardless. So it might actually be kind of nice. Like you could just make the zipper like a U and like leave a few inches just for some fl- you know, get some airflow. The sleeves that I had actually were more like a almost like a shoulder holster thing from like James Bond. Oh yeah. So they were elasticized and they would go so there was no zipper or anything, but they would like go over they were connected to each other. With basically like a back mm-hmm. yeah, some strap. Thing, like a shawl almost. Yeah, so when you put it on, and they were elasticized, so as soon as you got them all the way on, they just stayed on the jacket all the time, so they actually weren't connected. That's cool. But I like the idea of the zipper, because then like you could actually wear that in public. <laughs> you can't really wear a... You can't just walk around looking like a half an Iron Man everywhere you go. <laughs> uh, that's a good look. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, so my apparel goals this year start with a crew neck out of power grid um i'm getting really tired of high necks on athletic wear i don't know what it is but like specifically when i'm running i have a like i have the patagonia capoline quarter zip i have the patagonia r1 i have an rei half zip uh i have a few nike quarter zips from soccer days and stuff so i feel like a lot of the things in my closet and a lot of things that i see out there have like a two to four inch like collar that like zips all the way up or if you unzip it then it just like really floppy and most of the time i'm wearing this when i'm running so it eventually gets sweaty so then it's like wet and floppy and it kind of like hits my neck as i'm running and i'm just kind of getting really tired of just like having everything be high necked especially in north carolina it's not i'm not running frequently when it's below 20 degrees so i'm not really trying to keep my neck really warm. And if I am, then I have a Merino gaiter that I'll just kind of throw on. So I'm really interested in finding a good performance crew neck pieces, but then I was thinking, why not make one? So I'm kind of interested in making a crew neck out of uh polar tech power grid. Sorry. I was going to say, what about a deep V <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> throwback to 2006? I was going to say, you, you want do me to a deep V, but then just like Avery's idea for the sleeve, you can, you get a removable V. So if it gets cold, Put the V back on. Patch on. And then also, if you wore a Superman shirt under it, when you took the V off, it would be like a little Superman logo in the V. I haven't thought about this before. This is good. 
This is yeah, we're going in the right direction. Uh, so I think that's a great idea. You already know I love. Uh, what are we talking about? Apparel. <laughs> apparel. I love apparel. Uh, like a raglan sweatshirt. Yeah. Uh, just a crew neck sweatshirt. I have like forty of those. I love them. Um, that's actually my number two apparel thing that I wanted to talk about. Except for it's a little different. So what I really want to make, uh, and no promises on this, this is just my hope, sure. is that I would like to carry uh, a printed version of Polar Tech, right? We've talked about that a little bit before. Again, don't get too excited. That's not like something that's happening at this moment. But if it were to happen, then I would love to be able to get, you know, perhaps a Dale Earnhardt themed uh, crew neck. However, I would want to put a kangaroo pocket on it that's insulated with Shield. So that I can carry a cold beer and keep it cold until I'm ready to drink it. That would be so awesome. <laughs> I think it's a sick idea to have like a mini cooler just yes. for like one beer or like whatever. If your hand, yeah. if it's since it's insulated with Climate Shield, then if your hands yeah. get cold, you can just put them in there. Or if you, it's also functional for outdoors because outdoors. I don't know why I said it like that. It's functional for outdoors. Um, out doors. Keeping your filter from freezing is a thing that you have to do in fall and winter. And mostly winter here only. But yeah, if it was a technical piece, then that means that you could just put your filter in that little insulated pocket and just not have to worry about it. So that's that's my ambitious apparel goal. Yeah. Who knows if I'll actually make that? I'll probably end up designing it and then hoping one of you guys makes it for me or something. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Apparel is still really scary. Like I'm really excited about projects. Like I really want to make a pair of DS shorts from Learn MYOG. I'd love to make the Raglan hoodie, <laughs> but the ass it just sounded funny because you know the ass shorts. <laughs> you almost said it like uh, a dad at a Mexican restaurant. Windows, the ass. Do you ask question mark? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we probably have to cut that out, but uh yeah. I don't know. Apparel's still really scary. I'm 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 inspired to try and I feel like I have to eventually just jump in. But at this point, I don't make too many things that aren't functional in some capacity. That was kind of like a 2021 me. <laughs> 2022 maker version of me is a lot more focused on making things that actually work. I'm gonna have to channel a little bit of that old maker in me just to be like i'm going to try to make this apparel thing and it's probably going to be terrible but let's let, let's do it anyway because i have to kind of break down that barrier eventually and i'm going to actually have to use patterns i'm honestly surprised it's taking you this long because like well when you made the beanie like you made a beanie right yeah that's what i, I made thought. three or four yeah you, that's that's what i thought like you made one and you were at first you're like oh serger i don't know and then you're like oh this is actually easier than sewing well you told me i couldn't use the serger <laughs> Well, without me, I was showing, without me showing, well, at that time, you got to remember that I have to be very careful with you because you'll just get super excited about something when somebody's not there and we'll come in and you'll have 46 raglan hoodies that you've made all around. So it's not that I wouldn't let you use it. It was that I was warning you against going on one of your little yeah. tears where you don't know what you're doing. And then you end up putting your finger in there and chopping it off or something like that. But it wasn't because uh, it's like a difficult. Well, it's actually really hard to thread a surgery, but. Yeah, and that was mostly what I was worried about. If I'm being real honest, because somehow when you're around the machines, they just get threaded weirdly or not at all. All right, section number two is gear. So these are 
pieces of uh, or a project that we're working on for a specific cause or adventure, if we have one, or um, honestly, there's not a, a huge delineation between gear and other. We just wanted a bit of a section. I have an adventure I'm particularly working on. That may just may just be me. So, uh, Avery, do you have uh, a gear project on your mind for 2023? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, your whole van is a gear project. We think about it, but <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um. There's definitely been things on my to-do list, like making my own hammock setup. Um, I would also really love to make a backpack because I haven't done that yet. But uh, some of my friends are going to do the High Sierra Trail this year and invited me. So if I'm able to do that, I would. it'd be awesome to carry my own backpack for like 70 miles and say that I did like a mini through hike with it. Uh, I think I just... I get nervous that, you know, like if I make it and it breaks, I'm going to be really mad at myself (laughs) in a different way that it would feel if like I carried someone else's backpack and it broke. I'd just be like, oh, but then I'd be like, you know, just all the self shame (laughs) of, yeah, of beating myself up about not doing better stitches or whatever. But yeah, I would love to make a, a women's specific pack. I've, I've used a bunch of different packs, uh, when I was a hiking guide and I just, it's hard to find a pack that fits a short statured lady the right way. Uh, it just doesn't, yeah. it's just not the same. Even like if you go to REI and put the, they're like, put the sandbags in the backpack and you can feel what it's like. It's not the same um, until you're out there using it. So you, you put it on and you think it feels good. And then it's like digging in your hips cause it was made for, someone that doesn't have curves. So I think it'd be fun to make something that fits my dimensions a little more appropriate and possibly use uh, some custom printed challenge EPX 200 now that we released that. So I'd love to do like a drawing or one of my favorite photographs printed on fabric and have that made into a pack. So It'll be my goal. You guys can help be my accountability buddies this year. Motivate I'm me. happy to. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I'm happy to help you design that and figure out like uh, anything you want. I'm. I really do like designing stuff more at this moment than I do <laughs> doing the making part. But I still get very excited by like figuring out. Okay, how are we going to anatomically shape these straps? Because yeah. I've also tried like hundreds of shoulder straps. Uh. Also, we might have to cut this out. Maybe not. But when you said short statured woman, I immediately, I was like, is that a song by ACDC or something? It's like, she's a short statured woman. It was like the first thing I thought of. I don't know why. It just sounded, anyways. Avery, what? I think that's awesome. What design features would you add on your pack? Like, I don't, I know you have a, a Gossamer pack. I've seen one or two others, but like, you know, some people really have bottom yeah. pockets. They want the roll top. They want a zipper. What would you add? I think for me, it's about getting the straps right. Kind of like what Carter said. I mean, obviously women have different <laughs> shapes up top yeah. than men do. It's just like breasts. Yeah. We have boobs. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of the times the, the straps like dig in on the side. Sure. I would like to do something more of like a running style, more of like I want to say like pliable material, but something just that has a little more give that can like make more shape when you're strapping in, I think would be more comfortable than just like a rigid strap. So maybe like 
a type of a running vest strap because those are a little bit thinner and they, I feel like they do kind of have like a little bit more give and shape to them. Like it kind of forms to your own body when you're wearing them. Um, So definitely that I like a roll top because especially as you're like doing a long hike, it just gets smaller and smaller. And that always feels good when you're like, Oh, I can roll it down two more times today. Cause I ate more food. Um, <laughs> bottom pockets are cool. I know they're like all the rage. I, I mean, I guess you can add it. You don't have to use it. I don't see like a super, sure. I'm not like, oh, I have to have a bottom pocket. I mean, be pretty easy to add. Um, but yeah, definitely like a running vest type of strap is what I'm yeah. most interested in uh, to get it to fit right. And then, just making sure that the length of the pack fits right on my back and the hip belt. So pretty simple. Nothing nothing too crazy out here. Yeah. All right. I'm getting excited about um, what you make, though. I think it'd be really cool. Thanks. Yeah. Isaac, what's on your gear list for this year? Well, you're probably all going to think it's super nerdy, but I've recently gotten... Yeah, I know. <laughs> recently gotten into uh, amateur radio. So I got yeah. my... Uh, I got my Technician class, amateur radio license, call sign KQ4FIU, if anybody uh, cares to know. <laughs> I thought you were like a guarding thief or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, I uh, I want to do, there's th- these things in amateur radio called SOTA or uh, Summit on the Air. So it's basically where you like hike up to a certain uh, coordinate on a mountain. And then you like make a contact with someone over your radio. And so like you're the goal is to like, you know, keep track of how many summits you've made and how many contacts you made. And then you get like different points for the difficulty of the summit, all that kind of stuff. Is it just to like flex on the other person you're talking to or? or No, it's just like, like, yeah, it's just for fun. Kind of like doing the whatever 48 peaks or. Yeah. Or like geocaching. It's kind of like. Yeah. I was going to say it sounds like geocaching, but with a radio. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, same concept. Okay. But anyways, one of the things that I really like carrying with me on day hikes is a poncho that uh, also doubles as like an emergency shelter or just a, a tarp. Um, so I want to design a DCF uh, poncho tarp, which I know is a thing. Plenty of people have done that before, but I want to make my own. That's cool. Do you have any ideas of fabrics and stuff right now? Uh, DCF. Yes, which one, Isaac? <laughs> Thanks for that. Five O DCF. Uh, probably like point six seven camo, just because I like point six seven. I should have. I should have. I don't know why I asked. Yeah. So that would be like the head hole. Like, how does that? Is that like the the military poncho jacket mixture thing, or what's the just like a big rectangle? I don't even know what that. Yeah, so it's basically a big rectangle with a hood in the middle of it, and then it has tie-out points on, uh, like, the four corners. And then, depending on how you want to set it up, you can put, like, additional tie-out points on it, too. Bro, you don't know about Grandma Gatewood? No, I do not, unfortunately. The Gatewood cape? That doesn't ring a bell, either. You need to look up Grandma Gatewood after this. Apparently, I don't know who that is, either. Avery, do you know who that is? Well, there's Grandma Gatewood, who is the lady who through hiked the AT with like she had like 13 green kids. There's a book. She's really famous. And then there's a Grandma Gatewood cape. And isn't that by Lighthearted Gear? It's by Six Moon Designs. Six Moon And it's Designs. based on what she like used in the in her through hike, which is a poncho tarp. 
Isaac, turn this around. Show the class. Still loading. I do want to say I think ponchos are highly underrated. I hiked in a poncho and I loved it. The like you don't get like weird smelling or sticky. You get like a breeze. And if you're as short as I am, it's basically also rain pants. Like it comes down past my knees. So I don't need a rain skirt or rain pants. Um I love I love my poncho. Yeah. Oh, but I guess to finish what I was saying, the reason that I would want this for specifically doing the radio stuff is so that I have rain gear with me, but also like if I'm sitting somewhere in the woods, like talking to somebody on a radio for a while, I also have a tarp that I can set up. So wait, what do you, what do you guys talk about on the radio? Are you like exchanging information or are you like getting their life story? Uh, honestly, <laughs> it's mostly old people that are on the radio. So really? they just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Be surprised. Um, <laughs> So they just like tell you their life story and you talk about like how long you've been on the radio and then, yeah, I don't know, whatever else you want to talk about. <laughs> What's the most interesting you, thing you've heard on the radio so far? I heard a couple guys having a conversation about the best gas powered backpack leaf blower. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I said the most interesting Wait, thing. What was Isaac? the best? <laughs> What was the best? I don't know. I think uh, it was like one model of of steel That's steel that uh, I don't know. It's definitely cool. an interesting conversation. If you do yeah. all the stuff for me, I'll join. I'll be radio boy with you. <laughs> I just don't want to take a. You had to like go to school for that. That's a lot. Um. All right. So I think you're up. Yeah. This. I don't want to say it's a cop out, but I did make it last year. But I got a new bike at the end of 2022. So I do need to make a new bike packing rig. And that's something I'm really excited about. Now the bike color is really, it's not a standard color. So I'm having a, like a really hard time figuring out what fabric I want to use for the frame, uh, the frame bags. And I, this bike has fork mounts. I'm going to make some dry bags for the forks and stuff like that. So I, I do want to do the bike stuff, uh, but I won't dwell on that too much. Cause I think I spent a lot of time last year talking about my bike packing setup already. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Yeah, but also it's funny that you say it's not like a standard color, but literally, all you mean by that is that it's not black or gray, which is for you the standard color. But it's, well, it's still like even, a neutral. It's not even like a blue. Well, like I so I did a bunch of research today. I was like, okay, I'm gonna find the like the RGB color, the hex code for the bike, and then go look at like color theory and figure like what the options are. And none of them are options that we have at all. Like I'd have to do a custom print fully, but like. It's you can't use like a blaze orange. You can't use like Bahama blue or Moroccan blue or Swiss reds. Like none of those really work for the bike. So what color is the bike? It's matcha is what they call it. It Is that like a green? Yeah. It's like kind of like say our sage. It's like a sage with like a hint of like yellow in there. It reminds me of Martian poop. You do that a lot. You go there. (laughs) To Martian land. (laughs) You be going to Mars. No, y'all have never had Martian poop. No, what I don't the know what f- that is. <laughs> what the Seriously? heck? No, I thought you were making a joke, and I was like, that is a strange thing to say. Oh. Hold on. It's yeah. like, oh, I know what it is. It's like green Kool-Aid with ginger ale in it. I don't know. Usually people name things after like outdoor colors. I'm yeah. thinking like picturing more of a lichen instead of a matcha, but whatever I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture. <laughs> I don't know. Today I was looking at pictures of, I was looking at like the, the camos that have a black undertone. So like Typhon from Cryptek, the 
what's the hex cam that's all black? I think it's Pompeii. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at some of those. I don't know, just like for a really cool pattern. Oh, yeah. so you want patterns? I was I was thinking about it just because I didn't have a color that I really liked yet. Gotcha. You should do something like completely different and use like printed five O DCF with like a map of Mount Washington or something like that. Double print. That that's a have. cool idea. That's a really cool idea. Because that wouldn't really like go with the color of the bike, yeah. but it would still look cool. You should get yeah. all Lord of the Rings oh my gosh. maps on every single thing. So going back to Martian Poop. Or. Go ahead, Avery. No, you go. No, you go. So Martian Poop is what my family, maybe it's just my family. I don't know. I think so. What I've always heard people call Watergate salad. Who? Like the Watergate Scandal? No, not okay. Oh, pist- Watergate salad Pistachio is a, fluff. It's similar to like ambrosia salad. Yeah. Uh, according oh. to Google, it is a side salad or dessert salad. It's either Watergate salad breaks all the rules. It's crazy delicious. Yes, concoction. it breaks all the rules. It does. It's very crazy delicious. Concocts the rules of being appetizing. It breaks the rules of being <laughs> pistachio pudding, cool name. whip, pineapple, and marshmallows. That and it's like green. I do know what that is now. It sounds kind of good, actually. You can bring it to our next company potluck. <laughs> yeah. You mean our first? <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. Next and first. Um, but Anyways. yeah. The other thing I do want to make is just I'm kind of getting back into ground camping. I guess I'm relearning ground camping now that I'm no longer a, a Boy Scout and carry a 90 pound load of me and sleep in a four pound backpack or four pound sleeping bag. Sort of reinventing things the last couple of years has been all about hammock camping so i don't know interested in making a ground tarp or something like that i'm excited to see all these things you guys make i guess it's my turn that's yep. you so i have two uh and they're both pretty simple so i'll just say them together uh the first one is i just want to so i have the durston x mid 2p uh tent and i would like to use a ground sheet but not to protect the material, but just so it doesn't get all dirty and wet and annoying. Uh, however, since it's only serving that purpose, it has to be extremely light for me to want to carry it. And I have the footprint that you can buy, but it's not light. So I want to remake it out of 0.51 DCF sometime soon. That's cool. So that it's worth carrying. Just use your 0.34. Uh, I'm not going to use the 0.34. Um, Why not? I think that there are better applications for that fabric, like uh, mm, rain skirt. No, um, <laughs> maybe like a uh, light duty stuff sack that you hang from your closet that doesn't hold anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the, you said you already have the footprint yep. that you can buy. What do you think that's made out of right now? Like, what sort of white savings would that be? Uh, I don't know what it's made out of. It, it looks like a. It's not the same material as the tent. I don't think. I think it's a PU coated polyester or something like that maybe like it means it's probably over two ounces per square yard uh maybe but significant 0.51 dcf is the lightest thing that you can make yeah like polycro or whatever that a lot of people use is heavier than that what is 0.5 i don't remember the weight of tyvek what does that look or way heavier really yeah i think it's like two ounces per square yard gotcha what would you have to do to the the uh are there like tie outs you have to hem it would you tape it yeah so the reason i didn't like i know the shape of the footprint already so i could have just cut that out and made it i wanted to see how they do the attachment 
to the outer tile to the floor because it's a parallelogram. Oh, I see. So I bought it just so I would know exactly how long, like, to make the shot cord pieces and stuff so that it just hooks in. Uh, so I'll just transfer all that over. So that's, yeah. I don't know if that's the most creative thing. It's more of like a, it's really, it's, it's kind of a necessity thing though. Yeah. Or highly yeah. functional. The next one is an alpha direct sleeping bag liner slash summer quilt. I really want to make this because it's super simple. And also I think alpha direct is a perfect material for that because you can just use it, you know, if it's 60 degrees out and you just need a little warmth. Uh, but, and then obviously it can boost the temperature rating probably up to, seven degrees i would guess in your quilt or your sleeping bag uh so it's versatile in that you could it it does a lot of things also one thing i really dislike and this is not as much in down quilts because there's sewing there but there's no ultralight like 70 or 10d fabric that feels awesome right like i think ours especially like the membrane 10 ripstop and the mem 7 feel as good as they can but if it's kind of, if it's like 50 degrees or 40 degrees, even there's something about like the feeling of nylon on your skin. If you get like a little sweaty or whatever, that's not the best. So I think this would do a good job of adding some texture and creating like a layer. It also keeps your quilt clean, which is nice. If you get sweaty, I just think it's a good idea to have something like that where, and it would be very lightweight. I mean, we're talking, it might weigh like four ounces for the entire thing. I'm thinking on the fly here. So might be a terrible idea, but would it be, I could imagine for a summer quilt, just taking, like we were saying, Alpha Direct with just like that MEM7 as an outer fabric, just to break wind. That would be highly packable, but also really comfortable, right? Well, I would hope, like, but would you maybe, however, normally, unless if you're cowboy camping, I think that's fair. I see. But if you're in a tent or in a hammock, you don't need to cut the wind off of your body because you're... Oh, yeah. But, and also like at a certain point, 2.5 ounce climate shield quilts become about the same weight sure because that insulation they they are similar weights right but their alpha direct has uh different characteristics that would make it better for being breathable and fast drying and stuff like that that a climate shield like a climate shield quilt is the best thing for a summer quilt but i can't use one because it feels like you're inside of a hefty 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 (laughs) trash bag uh so yeah those are my two uh yeah whatever category we're on i'm not sure cool by now you've noticed that we don't run any ads and don't worry that's not about to change we do a lot of talking about new fabrics on here and social media and other places but not enough is said about the fabrics that have already been on the scene for a while and that's where these plugs come in yeah so our 1.2 mountain xl hybrid is a custom woven fabric that we designed uh, to fill the gap for durable hammock fabric that isn't super heavy with a comfort rating of 225 pounds this fabric is much stronger and more comfortable to sleep in than other fabrics in its weight class we achieved this strength to weight ratio by using a high tenacity nylon 6.6 yarn and it boasts 30 percent higher tear strength than our previous version but to keep the stretch at a minimum we included a diamond slash box pattern to give the fabric a lateral and diagonal support. We call it a hybrid because the ripstop is actually four times thicker than the base fabric. Our customers say that it's super easy to sew with and has a great texture, comes in 12 popular colors and extra wide for increased comfort. And it's under $10. I mean, it's just a great option. I'm going to be taking a hammock that I made out of 1.2 in Coyote to Hancon this year. And if you want to look at it, come by. 
classic military boy color right there. Yeah, I know. Check out the 1.2 ounce Mountain XL hybrid on our site today. You can find the link to this product in the episode description. Third and final category is other. So travel, EDC, stuff like that. Isaac, why don't you kick us off? Sure. Um, I think I mentioned it in a podcast at some point, but I built a drawer system for my truck, similar to the decked drawer system. Really well done. Appreciate it. You did a great job. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, so next next step for that is uh, organization. Um, So I I really just want to make a a big tool roll for like my standard tools that I carry, like Mm -hmm. wrenches, sockets, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my big one. What does that look like? Fabrics, components? Uh, probably be like thousand e cordura, multicam. Uh, maybe multicam, maybe multicam black. Whoa, that's yeah. not like you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's getting a little getting out there. It's a little colorful, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, probably have some like some slots for for wrenches, mm-hmm. and then like removable bags oh. that I can put like sockets and sure the loose ends like the smaller bits. yeah like yeah, small yeah. stuff that's cool um and then it'll just like all roll up yeah and... yeah simple but useful yeah also very functional you made i know this isn't next year but you just made a really cool project for your hunting rifle oh yeah my, a couple weeks ago yeah it's basically like a dry bag for a rifle uh i made it out of x50 woodland camo <laughs> <laughs> You better uh, hope you never you don't like need to be seen for something. <laughs> like if you actually get lost, like what the hell are you gonna do? You just be holding up different camos every time the helicopter goes by. They're just like, oh, there's more trees. He's gonna have to like flip the bag inside out. Whatever he you has. Need to start lining everything in blaze orange reflective. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool project though. Uh, Avery, what about you? What's on your uh, other list? Um, I'll try to keep this mostly sewing related, but. I am really trying to finish my little van. I have a 2010 Ford Transit Connect, so it's not like what you think when you see the Ford Transits. It's like a city van. Um, So I guess sewing related for that would be I need to do like some blackout curtains with maybe some like apex insulation just to add a little warmth to the van for the windows. And then I'll definitely have to do some cushions. Um. I feel like I can see the end in sight, but then I'm also like, this is never going to get done. And my standards are pretty low. Like I slept in the woods on the AT for six months. So even just sleeping on the subfloor of a van feels like freaking five stars. So trying to get that done, I really just have like the walls and to build out a bed and a cabinet around the refrigerator that I got for Christmas, which is super exciting. So think of like a mini fridge, like a college mini fridge basically what it is but like 12 volt for an rv but the coolest thing is that it can open from either side so like you can open it to the left or you can open it to the right like you don't have to change the layout of the door it'll synonymously open like back and forth so i was pretty excited about that pretty sick honestly what is it i was gonna say is it a dometic or like a a different it's a bodega so that it's a little bit cheaper than the domestics or whatever that other really expensive brand is that i cannot cannot afford um (laughs) but yeah 
I got the little fridge, so I'm super I've never been so excited about a mini fridge in my life. I'll be more excited when I can like put a beer in it. It's gonna be cold for me. Um, from both sides. But yeah. 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 Dude, I can't why do I want to buy guys. this? Maybe <laughs> I know. That's so smart. <laughs> Maybe though. I'll have it ready by trail days at least. So we can get like most of it. I can show you guys most of it. That'd be that's a good goal for me. Are you gonna are you gonna <laughs> put like a diesel heater in your van? I thought about it. But it's really hard to – you have to, like, mount the diesel under the car mm-hmm. and then, like, drill holes through the bottom of the vehicle. And it's such a small van that I just get worried about, like, toxic fumes and mm. carbon monoxide and that kind of stuff. So you don't need brain I don't really cells. intend on, like – yeah, I don't intend on, like, winter camping in Colorado in my van. I mean, I'll probably go where the weather is best. Like yep. most van people, so I'm not like stuck inside in mm-hmm. ten degree weather. Yeah, I um, I definitely i I thought about it. There's like some aftermarket ones, but um, I th- I think I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So you said curtains, cushions. Did, did we miss, did we miss anything else on your van build? Curtains, cushions, and then I'll definitely do like a privacy curtain that separates mm-hmm. like the cab. Yeah. Um, and I'll do it on like a little one of those like low profile curtain tracks yeah um it'd be cool to like i mean i want to make my own curtains maybe put some pockets in the back just so i can have like more extra storage to put like a book or you know things like that so pretty simple projects but if anyone has any tips on sewing with magnets let me know because i know that that's not a fun part of doing the the window insulation curtain roll-up magnet things because the magnets just get stuck to the machine the foot oh, no. in the machine so <laughs> i didn't think about that i'll have to do some research i know people do it all the time i just haven't yeah i haven't put the cart in front of the horse so sure. i'm just trying to take it step by step but yeah i think have you sewed with Mag- magnus before <laughs> no i think it was for the community maker challenge though yeah, when, I, did it, yeah. I decided not to i did it he was gonna do it for his uh oh the cycling jersey. recycling jersey i've sewn with magnets before uh, always sell? in places. Uh, I think it was like a. I've done a few things where it was like either a magnetic closure on like a dry bag or like a stuff sack. Yeah. Uh, but normally, I would do it like in spots where you it wouldn't matter if it was stuck to the machine or you would just like put your finger in between it or a mm-hmm. piece of cardboard to slide. Like I put, embedded it in grow grain. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but I haven't done anything like f- fancy. Yeah, at all. Cool. I would be interested in sewing with Magnus. I feel like there'd be some cool aspects to that. The coolest thing ever is magnetic zipper. Yama Mountain Gear uh, used to have, uh, they might still have it, but they have like insulated rain pogies instead of like full on mittens. Mm-hmm. And the bottom is like magnetic that just like opens up and then closes back. It's the coolest thing ever. That's Ooh. awesome. That's genius. It is. Uh, we I thought about carrying it, but it's like not a viable option for sure. like mass selling. Yeah, kind of stuff. and yeah. using like yeah, most people aren't going to be able to implement that into a project it's very easily. Complicated. Carter, what's on your other list? Honestly, I kind of I didn't I didn't realize how many that I would have like two or three in each of the other categories. So I really don't have an other right now. Uh, I'm, but I'm sure that something will come up. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was trying to think like, oh, do I want like to make like a something for the office, like a computer case, 
no, I don't. Um, yeah, so I don't. I don't really have anything for this one, but uh, I imagine that I'll be making even more apparel than I think once we, as we continue to round out. Uh, oh, I thought of something. I would like to, at some point to make some sort of hat that has a bill. I don't exactly know. It would need to have function over a regular hat for me to care about making it. Yeah. So I don't know if I would make maybe like a merino hat or something like that. Even though we don't have merino, I'm not. I'm not sure. But that's been a goal of mine for a while. Yeah. What's up, Avery? You can do a you can do an insulated hat and have a secret pocket, so you can have like a beer, but it's like insulated <laughs> inside your hat, so you can get into like sporting yeah. event games easier. Like Cindy Lou Who <laughs> from the Grinch was just a huge. It'll be like a ten gallon bucket hat. <laughs> I could be convinced of. Almost anything that will hold a beer. <laughs> anything. I was going to try and put your water bottle on my head to see what it would look like, but then oh. you took it away from me. I thought, never, yeah. Uh, plus size to so the hat would be um, no one would know you have a beer. Uh, you, They would believe you have a normally shaped head. Mm-hmm. And um, you would get through TSA with a beer for sure. Yeah, although with the weird shaped head, they might think I'm like a Martian. But on the bl- on the plus side, Isaac's family would definitely come into my bathroom if they thought I was a Martian to get some of my poop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from what I've heard, um, it breaks all of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna harvest your poop for Easter for, supper. Yeah. <clears throat> as long Easter as it's dessert. harvested with a uh, bidet, you know, the uh, fire hose for your butt. <laughs> Oh no! So much editing. I, um, I think we can leave that in. I thought it was a nice callback. <laughs> I worked hard on that. I thought about that like one or two seconds before I, I said it. So my other projects. So let me just give a precursor. This is mainly for Carter and Isaac. No one else will, I don't think, care as much. I would say 90% of my projects end up in the other category of the things that I sew. So when I say I have these two, these are probably the things I'm going to make in the next quarter. And then there will be like a hundred other things. Um, number one, I really would like to make more dog apparel. My sister just moved to New Hampshire and she has, it's like a big dog. It's like 50, 55 pounds, but she's incredibly thin and it just freezes her dog behind off. Like whenever it gets below 30 degrees. So I want to make, I don't know, I might make something out of the power grid might even get crazy and try to make like a climate shield dog jacket. Um, I don't know. Dogs are cool. And uh, I'm not a big fan of dog clothing all the time, but if it's for staying warm, then all about it. So that'd be kind of fun. And then the other thing, this was my one of my big projects last year that I couldn't quite get to work. It was really frustrating. But I've so I've had this one backpack that I've had since like my freshman year of college. So it's totally destroyed, been everywhere, totally wrecked. Um, and I haven't found like the perfect EDC backpack since. I have found one that I really, really like. Carter gave it to me, but I really feel like this weird pride thing. I should make my own EDC backpack for some reason. Like I, you know, I really have to make one on my own. I think you need um, to work on that because that backpack you gave me is perfect for my camera and all my camera equipment. So I have to make a backpack either way. So yeah, I did make one that I thought I really liked. I made it with like a central zipper and like two pockets on the outside and two, We'll talk about this in a minute. Two water bottle pockets that had like an external laptop pocket as well. But the water bottle pockets only fit like a shot glass. <laughs> I uh, may have missed size the accordion pocket slightly or massively. 
you could also fit a small child inside the backpack. <laughs> yeah, the backpack was oversized. It's probably 35 liters. The water bottle pockets only fit a shot glass or one of those ice drinks. Um, other than that, it's perfect. Really cool. <laughs> Made out of the multi-cam black X. Uh, I don't even RX know what you're talking 36. about. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. It's the the backpacks made as a multi-cam black that's on my desk right now. That is also RX-36, central zipper. Does it have uh, uh, reflective stretch mesh on it? Mm-hmm. Do you have one that has that? Yeah. Okay. That's RX-15 or 30. That's 15, yeah. Why can't anyway, I think so I really, oh, that one looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it is so close to being exactly what I want, except for the fact that I can't put a water bottle in there. And that's just useless. Like, I, I can't. I have a suggestion that we could talk about later. And it's a little bit too big. So all to say, I really would like to make just like a work backpack that I can put my laptop in, that I can travel in, that has water bottle pockets that are actually functional uh, and something a little bit smaller in liter capacity. But note to self, I will not make a central zipper again. It's like kind of cool, but it's way cooler to like just throw some running clothes in for a lunchtime run than it is to like open your backpack every single time with a central zipper and you can't get into the top loading. So that's a big one. Uh, I have like really specific pocket designs in mind. Like I have to have an external laptop sleeve because I find that really helpful, especially for traveling, just like pull it out and throw it on the, the conveyor belt for TSA and stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know what fabric fabric I'm going to use, but it's probably going to be RX 36. If I'm honest, it's the best fabric around. It looks <laughs> very professional. It looks wonderful. Yeah, it's a nice fabric. Cool. Well, that really wraps up the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, send us your to-do lists or your to-do lists or for me, the F round and find out lists. Find out, see how bad you are at making things. You're um, great at making things. Never do. Let me talk bad about you. You can't <laughs> talk bad about you. Um, yeah. Episode 62, we're going to be talking all about zippers, doing a deep dive seminar style episode. So check in for that. And if you're going to HangCon, then you can see everybody else there. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Bye.